Hello, good afternoon. You're listening to uh, Burden of Proof Radio Reverb 97.2. Colin looked a little bit surprised then because that's normally his uh, job. That's my only job, really. (laughs) My only (laughs) skill is doing that little intro and you've taken it from me. Yeah. Despite the best attempts of uh, other people in the studio to sabotage the show by telling us to click buttons that didn't need clicking. I know. I shall name no names. They know what they did. As we all know, there are... uh, are hundreds of people around us well we've got a whole production team who yeah. work on this show day and night yeah. researching handing us notes and every word to meticulously be fair, scripted to be fair he's the new kid so he doesn't really know what he's doing he's just assuming that he knows what he's doing yeah right. work experience yeah, for the fact uh just just stick to the t all right <laughs> get that right um reese, reese gets quite abusive off air yeah this 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 is friendly reese you should see him when he, we're not on air and the way he treats the staff yeah, well. He made him work on Christmas Day, even though we weren't doing a show anywhere, any time around there. <laughs> he just didn't want him to get out of practice. Yeah, well, that's 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 the kind of guy I am, a strict authoritarian. Yes, yeah. it's that teaching training, that's it, what did it. It certainly is. A little bit yeah. of time as a preschool teacher and you become a tyrant. Preschool? Oh, you're not preschool, you're school, aren't you? Yeah. Regular school. Well, we're not in the, U- we're I, not in the US of A. In, in my head, I was just thinking young people and they go to preschool. I didn't really put two and two together. I didn't mean to... Yeah, confused. Yeah. yeah, you you teach older kids than that. Well, no, but yeah, still I teach, children. Yeah, I teach school. Yeah, yeah you Primary teach at school. schools. I was uh, I was in an assembly yesterday, and um, for some reason I must have got up yesterday morning, and uh, and my alarm went off. So I thought, oh, I want I want to wake up tomorrow, i.e. today, Saturday, at. Um, I'll point out that Reese has become distracted <laughs> as yet more of our length, large production team. Yeah, start mucking about in the background. <laughs> No idea what they're doing. Oh dear, uh, it's it's absolutely fine. That's a little bit slow that time. It was good before. That's a little bit fast. I can sort it out though. Don't worry. Just the clatter and rustle of yeah. you're getting a very inside radio experience here. If you're listening, uh, you're talking about being an assembly Reese before we were so rudely interrupted by several members of our staff who will no so doubt be at least disciplined, if not fired, yeah. for these intrusions into uh, our otherwise flawless show. I was uh, I was I, I I woke up yesterday morning and um. And I, I woke up at sort of half six, and and I was just leaving the house at about quarter to eight, and I set my alarm. But I, for some reason, I just must have been half asleep because I set my alarm for nine thirty, thinking I want to wake up on Saturday at nine thirty, so that's fine. And so I set it for nine thirty, and then in assembly at nine thirty, my alarm goes off. Oh, and, uh, everyone, look at the new guy! <laughs> yeah, uh, I but, bet the kids aren't even allowed to take their phones into assembly. And there's and you and mucking there's about with your smartphone. Well, exactly, and checking and, out videos on YouTube at the back. And and part of the the problem with it was was that it actually uh, made a sound. Like that's the noise duck. it makes. Yeah. Children would love duck noises. That's the kind of thing that would get children so worked up you'll never settle them down again. Yeah. Well, they they, they did enjoy the duck noises, but I, I trampled on it quite quickly. You right. have to. You what did you do? Did you point and yell? Well, I mean, I was in assembly, so I just kind of uh, I just kind of apologised at the time. But then when they mentioned it afterwards, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Didn't happen. Uh, yeah, anyway, so you're listening to 97.2, Radio Reverb, Burden of Proof. Home of teaching anecdotes. Absolutely, yeah. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, we're going to start with um, Starman by David Bowie. Why Can't not? go wrong. Can't go wrong with that. Didn't know what time it was, the lights were low, oh, oh, I leaned back on my radio. 
was laying down some rock and roll at a solar set. Then the loud sound it seemed to fight came back like a slow voice on a wave of fight. That one no DJ, that was Isaac.
Wow, that finishes very abruptly. Yes, that's Stevie Wonder for you. You never know what he's going to do. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, keen observers of the passer of time will notice that we started a little bit late today. So apologies for that, but we will overrun by the amount that we were late in the first place. There is a small, believe it or not, technical issue uh, surrounding uh, oh, surround, <laughs> surrounding the, the, the reverb scheduling uh, as a result of, uh, of server issues and whatnot. But uh, we will continue for the full 55 minutes. Do not fret. Yeah, uh, in case you thought, oh, sweet, I don't have to listen to quite as much of those two. No, yeah. you're stuck with the exact same normal amount, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid there's no escaping it. And talking of close observers of time, right? last time we did a radio show, you were 27 years old. Right. And now we're doing a radio show and you're 28 years old. Yes, the past. How does that feel? Yeah. Well, yeah, um, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm starting to notice sort of uh, just, just niggling complaints in, in health. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Well, just there's something going on with my. It's like a tennis elbow, on on but the for someone who's never played tennis. On the arm of uh, on on the left arm of a right-handed person. So I never. So I, it, the point is that I I don't play tennis with this arm. You, but it, you don't play tennis often enough well, for me to be convinced that you would suffer from tennis elbow. I mean, well, you like once true. a year. That is true. No, well, I, I go through binges of tennis. Right, tennis I see. binges. Uh, and but um, but binge yeah. Britain. Binge Britain. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I think I think generally, you know, you're falling apart. Is what you're yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your birthday? The wheels are coming off. How was your birthday? We we didn't have a radio show last week we didn't because have a radio show. because of your birthday celebrations, it, it, which you assured me weren't happening. <laughs> the result of of mild overindulgence on the Friday, which was totally unplanned. Um, but in fact, uh, yeah. So so last Saturday, I'm afraid that my entire my fault entirely. Uh, but my on my actual birthday, I went to Bombay's. Can't go, can't go wrong with Bombay's, can you? Lovely, I love Bombay's. And it was uh, it was an evening of uh, of rosy tinted spectacles and some uh, sort of puppetry and music and things like that. And in the general kind of did they have the mechanical hats? I still way. haven't seen the mechanical hats. She, I really want to go. She did have one mechanical hat. Um, I really, really want. I've been there, but I've never been there for the hat. For her, for her song "Rotator," which is um, which is the one which is all about palindromes that they wrote oh, in yes. two thousand and two. Uh, but yeah, so it's. Just, Jane played one song from uh, her repertoire of mechanical hat-related songs, uh, but the rest of it was uh, sort of Nick Pin doing a bit of fiddling and guitar playing, and uh, and rosy tinted spectacles uh, doing some singing, which was good. And there was a small amount of puppetry at the end as well, which I thought was very nice. Always nice. Yeah, always good. So that was lovely. Uh, and then, in fact, I'm going on holiday today. Oh, really? Where are you yeah. going? Uh, going to Cheltenham. Wow, yeah. that's a holiday destination of the stars. <laughs> I know, it certainly is. Uh, but yeah, so um, what were you doing in Cheltenham, Reese? Just sort of uh, having a little, having a little wander around, sort of kind is of. It, is it a city or town you're familiar with? Uh, not at all. No. Um, what no. made you choose Cheltenham? Well, uh, parents sort of have a have a flat there that they've oh, normally been rented out, renting out for. I, I forget uh, about the, uh, the the home empire <laughs> that the Peterson family has, uh, just houses dotted about the nation. But it's been uh, it's been rented the, the out. The world, in fact, it's been rented out um, for quite a while. So um, it's, we've sort of got it back uh, for a short period of time. So uh, I'm going to go over there today, in fact, and um, and probably stay until maybe next Thursday because it's school half term. Of course, and it I is. thought uh, instead of instead of going back to my old job, I would just take a week off. Hang out in Cheltenham, yeah, just yeah. on your own. Uh, well, Laura and I, yes, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> just doing a solo trip to Cheltenham. <laughs> uh, but it should be nice. I mean, I I think Cheltenham is 
from what I know about it, it's quite a nice place. And it'd just be interesting to sort of have a wander around somewhere new, really. Yeah, new charity shops. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the new Identicate High Street. Yeah. Their boots is probably very different to the Brighton boots. It's probably it's probably built in some old church or something. Yeah, yeah. And I bet the menus at their McDonald's are very different. Yeah. Probably like unique Cheltenham items. Yeah, and I imagine the Pizza Express uh, menus are, are, you know... On some different kind of card or something. Yes, any number of bits of variety you yeah, can expect. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting what uh, you're saying about McDonald's because obviously there's every single uh, McDonald's in the world, yellow, golden, the golden arches. Not uh, all yellow. But not apart all from Paris. Yep. Paris no- is the only one. There's No, there's another one. No, it's not. Yes, there is. Paris is the only one. No, there's another one. Oh, I'm going to Google it in a minute. All right, you Google it. There's there's a couple that have been rebranded and changed due to the uh, design limits or whatever of the shop frontage and things like that. There's one or two. There's a few. We, you, what, what they just changed the, the colours of the golden arches. Yeah, there's a few where they've to they've what, put blue? it somewhere. I can't remember. I, I know there's been because I know about the Paris one. I've driven past it. In fact, in fact, yeah. I've driven on past it on a coach with you. Yes. On our coach trip. Yeah. Um, we were probably listening to the same person saying this is the only one in the world. That which same is not person, gold. if you remember though, was the bus driver <laughs> who did who came up with so many factual inaccuracies about everything. He was wrong about a lot of he's things. He's seen the world. Way. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's seen the world from the slightly misted up window of a coach as he <laughs> drives past it. He's just made up facts. Which is exactly what I would do if I were in his situation. Well, yeah. But he was he was demonstrably wrong about several facts right. that he gave us throughout that coach trip Well, to Spain. Well, if anyone fancies emailing us in, then we are available on email. Uh, studio at RadioReverb.com uh, with burden of proof in the subject title. And uh, and if you can think of, uh, of a way of proving either myself or Colin wrong... Yeah. Then, uh, then feel it. free to email in, or uh, just. I hope I'm not wrong. That would be embarrassing. Yeah, well, I'd I, never live it down. I hope you are wrong. Of course, it would be very embarrassing if you're wrong as well. Well, uh, you, uh, to be honest, I'm frequently wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> so, um, well, as am I, Reese. We've established that's a recurring theme of the show. Yeah, that is true. You are wrong a lot. Um, we're going to play a song <laughs> in a second, um, and and yeah, I'll, I'll just a bit. You're just going to rustle some paper for a little bit? A rustling. To give it that kind of professional feel? Yeah, well, because we've got a new CD now, and uh, and I want to get to it, because there's, there's lots of stuff that we haven't heard on this on this new CD. Yeah. So uh, instead of just uh, just cranking out the old the old classics... Yeah, the best ...don't get off. me wrong, uh, but it's good to, uh, good to have a bit of variety. And as we are allowed to, and uh, we're one of the very few people who, uh, you know, are allowed to do this kind of thing, I'm going to play some Beatles, because not normally allowed to play Beatles stuff. What are you due on to about? some weird copyright thing. What are you on about? That is true. What are you on about? I'm I'm right about this. But well, I don't understand what you're talking about. We're going to play some Beatles. Yeah. But who can't part. play the Beatles? There's Beatles rock band. They play all the time on all of the BBC radio stations. Right. But you have to get a special got a blanket, license. No, they've got a blanket license. Comes out, got We've a, got a blanket license. Is a point yeah. If, if Radio Reverb can have a blanket license, I think we can assume that a lot of radio stations do. I know we're a kind of all-powerful, <laughs> mighty are. station. We are. We are. Stop spoiling this. <laughs> well, it just seems like an odd claim to make. Oh, but very obscure, the Beatles, thanks to the lack of exposure yeah. due to all of these stringent rules, <laughs> apparently, around who can play their music. Well, hardly anyone's heard of them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I liked them when they were underground. <laughs> we, uh, we, yeah. Actually, anyway. half of them are underground now. That was tasteless. Oh, tasteless. It oh. just occurred to me. I had to say it. It's best we just play a song and... Yeah. Try and ignore I was going to make some kind of reference to the fact that that I've been to the cavern 
and it is several floors underground. Yeah, that would have been much more tasteful. That would have been much more tasteful. But it would have taken a little bit more explaining. I think yeah. it's harder to work that into a quick punchy line. <laughs> you went for the tabloid I went for, headline. Yeah, I went for the lowbrow tabloid headline, headline eye-catching. You went for the nuanced, <laughs> uh, historically sourced right, remarks. Okay. Well, here's Penny Lane anyway. Bye, those beacons.
felt so good Like anything was possible Hit cruise control And rub my eyes The last three days And the rain was unstoppable It was always cold No sunshine Down a Dream by Tom Petty, and uh, we've gone to a bit of sort of classic, classic rock, classic, classic music today. I Not like classical. That. It makes me happy. Don't want none of that. No. <laughs> uh, Though someday maybe it will be classical. Maybe. You know, in no, the year five thousand, there'll be yeah. like, oh, listen to some of that old-fashioned, old-timey music. But what would classical music be in the year five thousand? That'd be like caveman music. What would caveman music be like in the year five thousand? <laughs> we don't even know what it's like now. No, exactly. It's yeah. just hitting stuff. Hitting stuff with some sticks. 
Yeah. And pig skins stretched over a rock. Where are you going with this? Oh, <laughs> um, this is a bit of blue sky thinking. Oh, <laughs> that's what that was. You're getting creative, were you? I was, indeed. Um, I, I was, uh, well, I'm going to Cheltenham today as long as uh, my car works. Uh, because uh, I I went and had it sort of uh, cleaned today because I'm. Um, Meeting. Uh, you had it clean. Well, to be honest, it's because you know, I, I sometimes lose track of how high flying your lifestyle is. Oh, I just go to one of my parents' very homes, and uh, it was just uh, the boy was cleaning my car out, <laughs> and he found some of my gold bars that I'd left in there. And that's why I was going so slowly. <laughs> Nothing to do with the horsepower. <laughs> um, no, well, basically, because I live in a in a flat, I don't have the means of extending my Hoover, uh, sort of. 30 metres out to where my car is oh, from where my house is see. so I had to uh, I had to get it hoovered on the inside uh, because because uh, parents came to see it but anyway I was, I was just parents came to see it no, pa- parents, are, parents are going to see it later and, and they'll be like because they, they think that I'm useless anyway and they'll be like oh if your car's dirty then, then you're useless <laughs> no deal <laughs> yeah pretty much um, so I, but I, well. I, I pulled in at the uh, petrol station and um, and there was just 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 a wisp of sort of just smoke coming out the front of the car. That's not good. And I was like, smoke out the back. I'll vacuum that up. It's kind of okay. Smoke out the front. Not so good. No, there should be a rhyme about that. Smoke out the back. You're back on track. Smoke out the front. Not so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's that final rhyme. (laughs) It's good. Well, I mean, to rhyme with front, you don't really want to go down that route. Smoke from the nose. Don't want one of those. Don't want one of those. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll think of some more. Yeah, we'll think of some more while there's a song playing. <laughs> the important thing is that advice is only useful if it's in rhyme form. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, basically, um, it kind of stopped after a little while. I turned the engine off. Um, but <laughs> so I'm parking your car. Filled her up uh, and then drove home. But it was, it kind of stopped, but it just worried me ever so slightly that there was, you know, a little bit of smoke. Yeah, and now you're going to do like a three hour drive. Yeah, exactly. It's all right, though, it's raining at the moment. That'll cool it down. Well, hopefully, yeah. But I just don't know. I don't know what's wrong with it. But anyway, um, so I may be uh, phoning some kind of uh, breakdown service. On Do you know the, what there isn't the a rhyme about? There isn't a rhyme along the lines of concerned about your engine, just leave it. That doesn't exist as a rhyme. That's no. not good advice. I'm worried, Reese. I think I'm going to get a phone call from you somewhere up a motorway. Right. Say, oh, Colin, I'm stuck. And what? I'll say, what do you want me to do? Right? What exactly are you going to do to help me? <laughs> I've got a car, Reese, but I'm not getting in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. If uh, you return next Saturday, if I if I don't blow up on the M25 or indeed the M40. Uh, so yeah. So there we go. So that's that's going to be my holiday. Do you know what the first motorway opened in this country was? The M1. You'd, nope. You'd have thought, wouldn't you? It's not though, is it? No. That was my thing. I learnt a while back. Go on. What is it? Uh, Preston Bypass. Right. What is what M is that then? Uh, it later became part of one of the M's, but I can't remember. But that was the first motorway. Right. I learnt it a little while ago. Fascinating motorway fact. <laughs> I'm full of them. You're listening to Motorway Chat on the yes. Reverb. Uh, if you'd like to email us in with any motorway facts or statistics, <laughs> burden of proof in the subject title, Radio Reverb. I oh, know it's studio, studio at, at Radio Reverb.com. I'm terrible at this. Studio at Radio This is why I just do the intro and then I go quiet. Yeah. I can't do the other bits of the show. I'm um, qualified. Yeah, no, indeed. Uh, well, one thing that I'm going to miss, which I'm sad, is Raster Mouse. Is well, Raster Mouse. Uh, well, so to explain what Raster Mouse is, because I've never, I've never actually seen it. I've read something about it that it's good. 
And I've heard you saying that it's good. I've been watching it over the last week. I've been watching quite a lot of Rastamouse. Is it on the iPlayer? It is indeed. It's a CBeebies program for young children. And CBeebies is like your really young kids. Yeah. Like there's the difference between... CBBC. Yeah, CBBC is like your Sean the Sheep. Yeah. Whereas CBeebies is your Timmy Time. Yeah. That's the kind... And it's on the Timmy Time end of that spectrum. Crikey, that that was a good noise. Good noise, isn't it? Um... And it was on the microphone stand as well, so I bet that shook through nicely yeah. for our listeners. Yeah. But it's like about it. a mouse, and he is a raster, right. and he's got his band, the Easy Crew, and they are also detectives, and they play reggae when the day is through. Nice. Uh, it's very good. It's just very good. His, his kind of motto in each episode is make a bad thing good. Yeah. Got to make a bad thing good. Right. And bless him, in the little iPlayer descriptions, they actually write it out like that. It's T I N G. Nice. And there's often teeths. You've got to worry about teeths, but they're always kind of. Um, well-intentioned teeth. Yeah. They haven't teethed things out yeah. of a kind of malicious sense. It's generally I yeah. haven't thought about it. So everyone's generally quite nice. It's, 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 and it's a couple of times it's been funny. It's and instead good. of instead of songs are good as well. Instead of sort of uh, worshiping of of herbal narcotics, it's no, cheese, there's not so it? much with herbal narcotics. Yeah, no, it's cheese. They like cheese. cheese, but they don't really go on about cheese either. No, there's only a little bit of cheese talk. It's mostly like a little community of mice. Mm. Uh, with President Wensleydale, yeah. who's in charge, <laughs> nice or Wensley, as he is often known. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just quite good. There's not been um, no, there's not been any mention of drugs, or that, and they haven't released, as far as I'm aware, any like kind of ragga songs with homophobic content. I no, straight no. away from that element. And they're not too bothered about sort of revolutions. They're just. They're just no, mainly concerned. It, no, but as I was saying, reggae and cheese. There's, there's apparently a concern in the uh, among parents. I read a daily. I read a Daily Telegraph article about it. Yeah, full of upset parents about how this is teaching their children. What they always called, which I like, it was kind of dismisses the entire um, dialect. Right. But just oh, it's just slang. It's just yeah. slang. People, kids are learning slang now. Mm. And I did find myself. And I, I hope it does influence what kids say because some of the slang, some of the phrases in it are brilliant. Like what? Um, well, I like. I found myself when I got. I was telling you this off air, and I got a good parking space the other day on my, on my own in the car. I pulled in and just went Irie, <laughs> which is something the Rasta Mouse is quite keen on saying. Yeah, it says that a lot. And that means uh, it means everything's good. Uh, I think I could be completely wrong here, but I think it comes from kind of all rights. It's like how are you doing, Irie? Yeah. But it's been kind of elevated to a bit more of a it's sort of, the, of Rast- the Rasta version of a, of a sort of get in. No, not really. It's more. It's a bit more kind of almost like a plane of happiness kind right. of thing. Ah, yeah. oh, everything's airy. Nice. It's like that. Good, good. He also says wagwan a lot. Wagwan. Very uh, good. It's good TV. Yeah. And it's all stop motion, and I like stop motion. I do and like. He stuff. skateboards everywhere. Does he? Because all cool people skateboard. Is it? Is, is the whole back catalogue on iPlayer? No, episode one is already gone. I think <laughs> episode two is probably gone by now as well. Right. Uh, so you could start at episode three. I think you'll probably be able to catch up with the plot, though. <laughs> Episode three, I believe, is the one where President Wensleydale's portrait is stolen. No. Uh, and they solve the mystery. Because they are crime fighters. That's their main job. Right, Reggae yeah. is more of a hobby yeah. for the easy crew. <laughs> um, well, no, it sounds absolutely brilliant. And but hopefully, as a teacher, hopefully some of the kids you're teaching, the younger ones, yeah. might be watching uh, Rasta Mouse. Well, I think I might start, start, I might start watching it. Irie! Irie! Uh, good, yeah. Well, go on, Mr. Peterson, I'll say. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll maybe get them to answer the register in a rest of mouth style. Definitely, definitely. It'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, good songs as well. He's already released a single on EMI. Has he? I don't have it with me. Can't oh. play it. <laughs> but the opening credits music is quite good. And sometimes they play songs at the end of the episode as well about what they've learned. That does sound good. It does mm. sound good. It's, it, well, I mean, it's one of those things that um, if it appeals to. 
if it appeals to adults as well as children, then you know that it's very well made. Yeah. Uh, children's television. Um, we're going to play a th- another song in a minute. I'm not entirely sure what yet. You're still uh, deciding. Yeah. Still yeah. brewing that one. But uh, l- last night I went to um, the Hanbury Ballrooms. Well, previously the Hanbury Ballrooms. Oh, this is with your um, that Groupon. The, the Groupon thing, Groupon yeah. Groupon vouchers. Catching on over here. Groupon, very big in the States for a long time. Yeah. Now getting big here. Well, uh, it's the first sort of one I've done of that. But uh, it, was, it was great. There was uh, sort of... There's quite a few of us, and um, sort of like a three-course meal for like eighteen pounds, and then and sort of some entertainment. There was a sort of crooner singer there. Nice. It was t- sort of nineteen twenties, but he was singing Frank Sinatra, which is oh, more. He's kind of misfitted, hasn't he? Yeah, but there was uh, there was um, there was a, a burlesque dancer. It was more of a sort of just. I was going to say they've mixed matched their eras there. Haven't yeah, they? it was kind of it was it was a little bit patchy, uh, but it was good. It was still entertaining. Uh, that was the food. Uh, the food was pretty nice, actually. Yeah, I made, I made, I made poor decisions. Oh, uh, you know, did, you have, I, did you have food envy when you looked yeah, at people's? Yeah, pretty much. It was one of those things where you had to, um, you had to order it like a day or two in advance because there was a big table. Oh, that's so. a menu job. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then I just thought, oh, why didn't I go for the? I went for the sort of lo- roast rump of lamb, which was very nice. That's what I probably I'd have gone. Ever so slightly s- small on the plate yeah. uh, compared to the person next to me who had who had like a garlic and thyme chicken thing with a couple of roast potatoes and stuff oh, uh, maybe and so I would have gone for that I think I ever so slightly uh, misjudged that and then there was a sort of lemon posset which is a kind of I don't know what posset is I don't know what posset is and that's why I went for the chocolate fondant but I can't <laughs> but the chocolate fondant was just so it's just so incredibly sort of sickly that one one spoonful and it was I was done you were good to go I was done we made jambalaya Oh. Week, and it was delicious jambalaya is awesome yeah we couldn't get hold of the special ham that you have to have because apparently you can only really get it in the states what? so we replaced it with uh, chorizo yeah because that's like a spicy sausage close enough well a friend of mine um, a friend of mine cooked a couple of a couple of jambalayas actually because he got this recipe from um, from Jamie Oliver or something and uh and I it, imagine Jamie Oliver already fixed the ingredients to make them a bit more accessible to British people yeah probably so. didn't um, but it was one of those things where it was delicious and it was really 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 like well made and you could taste all the all the different things in it but it was just the thing where you had to sort of cook the chicken one way and then and then take it out and then like shred it a bit and then chuck it back in and cook it a different way and it was just the whole thing takes him a whole day to make pretty much because yeah. there's so much stuff that goes into it and there's so much preparation time and there's so much cooking time uh, that you just think that's lovely and I'm great but I don't think I'd ever bother no that's fair how long Wait. did it take for you to make it don't know Jess did it <laughs> Jess said, "I'm going to make jambalaya," and I gave that my approval. I said, "I said that sounds nice." How many episodes of, of Curvy Enthusiasm? Curvy enthusiasm. I, through? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how long. One thing that we did do is we ended up with a giant pot of it. Yeah. So yeah. we've still got some in the freezer. Nice. So we've got jambalaya, you know, covered. I've been eating jambalaya most of the week, and I've yeah. still got some left. Yeah. Well, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, make an enormous one. Um, I'm going to play uh, Listomania by Phoenix. I've never heard this song before. It's good. You'll recognise it from TV adverts and stuff. It was, oh, well. quite, it was quite prevalent during 2010. Oh, right. One of the best albums of 2009, probably. Phoenix? Yeah. Never heard of them. Quite good. Right, okay. So there you go. This is from their album Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix. Well, you should be on the edge of your seat for something quite good. <laughs> <laughs>
And uh, I was just thinking um, that uh, I sometimes get sort of t- different technological afflictions uh, that we uh, encounter in the modern world. Because in, sometimes in the in the morning, uh, when I've only just woken up, um, I, uh, I I sort of look at my phone to turn my phone alarm off. But because my because it's so dark in the morning, I wake up in the morning and I sort of like look at the really really bright screen of my phone yeah. but with, only with one eye open sort of thing so I'm just trying to sort of turn my alarm off and then I'll just sort of generally sort of completely pointlessly and idly check like Facebook or something uh, something silly like that but then I sort of try and shut my eye and I've just got such a blind <laughs> a blinding sort of light on my eye that uh, it's the the iPhone eye I, I'm, I'm Given, oh, you've, you've coined given, the phrase. Yeah, I've coined the phrase the iPhone 9 because uh, I get it first thing in the morning when I've uh, just woken up and it's very dark and uh, and the, the screen is so bright that it's uh, that it hurts ever so slightly. But other, you know, other technological afflictions, obviously like when uh, the PlayStation came out, uh, there was quite a few cases of PlayStation thumb. Yes, uh, Tony Hawk's was the worst for that. Tony yeah. Hawk's Pro Skater. Get that little inner thumb blister as you yeah, go from the... The callus. Yeah. Uh, Whenever you wanted to do an ollie, yeah. Well, I imagine, I imagine it goes all the way back to Street Fighter Two with this sort of fireball, uh, the Ryu and Ken fireball, yeah, which was, was down up. No, sorry, it was down towards A or something. Yeah, yeah, it was but, down diagonal, down towards towards A. But it was uh, diagonal down towards towards A. No, the, the, no, it was no, down, diagonal down and towards, and then actually you know, like that. It was like a quarter circle. Yeah, and you had to, but you had to sort of, you know, get yeah, that yeah, get yeah. that exact motion going. Um, but I imagine maybe that was maybe that was the original sort of. Uh, games console related technology well and that one really came about because that game was designed for joysticks where doing a half circle is a lot simpler yeah so doing it on a D-pad D-pad yeah uh, was where the blisters came in yeah well I mean I I had a P- uh, I just had a PC so mine was mine was oh, keyboard keys yeah, oh, yeah. So I never really got that particular reflection but I heard about it you heard, heard about the casualties. The one I had was um, a couple of games that if, if you play them long enough, they kind of become part of your day-to-day thinking. Yeah, the Tony Hawk's is, is the Tony worst Hawks one for that one, as well. Yeah, if you walk around... Oh, nolly off that kickflip. Yeah, I'll just grind <laughs> along that, except that I can't stand on a skate. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one that got me was me and you, actually, used to stay up very late playing Doom. <laughs> Two-player Doom till 8am or so. Yeah. Uh, days on end. Yeah. You just play Doom all night. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, that's what youth is for. That's is what for you do. Staying indoors and playing Doom multiplayer. Yeah, over a summer holiday. Yeah, over a summer <laughs> holiday. The sun is shining. We'll stay up till 8am 
and then go to bed really late and miss most of the sun. Yeah. Well, the only time we did go out, we just sat in the garden and drank beer in the blazing sun and got splitting <laughs> headaches. So anyway, that that, but that. Doom, I can remember after a lot of playing that, finding myself mentally strafing around corners. Because <laughs> in Doom, it was always important that you turn sideways and then hold down um, shift and go left so mm. you can strafe. Yeah. Um, and I found myself mentally doing that whenever I walk around corners. Grand Theft Auto, I remember walking through Norwich City Centre mm. and thinking, I've got quite a long way to walk, I'll just take that car. Yeah. Before realising, no, yeah. <laughs> that's not how real that's life works. probably not the best thing to do. Well, I mean, you say that because, I mean, Grand Theft Auto, obviously... Getting in a lot of well, has obviously always had a lot of trouble for that kind Mostly of Mostly Richard and Judy trouble. Richard and Judy always yeah. opposed to Grand Theft Auto. But there you go. You know, you, uh, a, a perfectly upstanding citizen, has just admitted to the fact that you, that you. It gave me a compulsion. To it gave you a cars. compulsion to, you know, pay for a pay for a prostitute and then run her over <laughs> in your car that you've just stolen. I think I think you've taken my uh, my anecdote <laughs> a bit further than I'd intended for it to go. Uh, maybe. I was like the Richard and Judy because I used to I used to quite enjoy watching Richard and Judy's outrage with each iteration of Grand Theft Auto, even the first one on the PC, which mm. by today's standards looks almost cartoonishly childish. Yeah. But at the time caused outrage. Um, there was always like, especially when it emerged that there was this whole you know you can sleep with prostitutes and you can kill them and whatever else because mm. it's kind of free roaming sandbox sandbox environment. Yeah. But as some point, it was always presented by Richard and Judy as if that was like one of the purposes of the game. Yeah. But the fact is, nowhere in the instruction manual and in none of the missions does it even mention that prostitutes exist in the game. Yeah. So you'd have to find one and then you'd have to think to stop and then you'd have to think. To go. So it was only if you yeah. had those those tasteless and unpleasant ideas yeah. while playing the game. That you would have discovered this, yeah. But Richard Judy was pretty. That was, you know, the goal. That was the, the whole game. point of the game. That yeah. was what it was there for. It was a prostitution murder simulator. <laughs> um, we're going to do a. Uh, we've only got five minutes left, um, so we're going to do a short uh, listen play review. Of, oh, I love listen play review. Listen play review of uh, a very good local band. Sound like the Zootones. They sound like the Zootones. That's slightly oxymoronic, if uh, if you ask me, but uh, they're. The really, really metro cities—they're called. The really, really metro cities. The really, really metro cities. Okay. Okay. Uh, Which song are we going to play from the really, really metro cities? Just to explain, listen, play review. This is when we get as a radio station, we get sent lots of demos and kind of up and coming bands things, mm. and me and Reese like to listen to a completely random one that we've never heard before, and then review it. Mm. Oftentimes, cruelly. Sometimes, even though we're in no position to talk, given our general incompetence. Yeah. Um, well, there's, there's there's four choices. I mean, I've chosen. Uh, a song called One Night in Shoreham which sounds really good I used to work in Shoreham well there you go uh, but I'll it, know all about it I'll know if it's accurate but there's also um, there's also La Mala Leche Bad Milk uh, Biff Bang Pow uh, I, I think it's supposed to say Unidentified Disco Infection but they, they've missed out the T so uh, Unidentified Disco Infection but that's not Let's not berate let's them let that. for that. Uh, Colour our view. But, I mean, they've spelt everything in, in the title One Night in Shoreham correctly, so let's go for that one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so here is uh, the really, really metro cities with uh, One Night in Shoreham. I've been working on a beach in Shoreham Yeah, I've been trying to get to Holland Oh, friends, cause it's been too long since I've been there. I think I'll go if I get the chance. Too much and I'll be drinking. Well, one more. 
So this is uh, this is really really Metro Cities, and, and actually having a look on the back of the uh, the the sleeve that we've been given, uh, I think it was recorded and mixed in two thousand and five. So really, you know, the relevance of this. <laughs> how have we ended up with the demolition from two thousand five? I don't know. But so they've had six years to get big. Yeah, and you've not heard of them. So so maybe this year, maybe twenty eleven. Maybe twenty eleven is their year. Fingers crossed for you, really, really Metro Cities. Um, After six years of grinding away at this. <laughs> gunning for you. Uh, yeah, so um, so that, yeah, that's pretty much the end of, uh, of Burden of Proof episode for another week. But you can catch us on uh, on iTunes, you can catch us on uh, on Jellycast, uh, with our podcasts, uh, and, and all such things. But um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to us. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, say to our Colin... Ta-ra. Ta-ra. And we'll be back next week. <laughs>